Read. Junk. Read. Junk. Read. Junk. Hey everyone, this is the Read Junk Podcast and I'm your host Brian. We're back with a new episode, yay! This time with Eric and Ryan talking alternative Christmas movies or movies that take place during Christmas. Basically this started with Ryan was posting on social saying that watching the Christmas classic Lethal Weapon and I'm like, wait, 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 is it? I feel like, well, I guess we can talk about this on a podcast. So we have a bit of a debate about whether... Certain movies are Christmas movies or not Christmas movies. Do they take place during Christmas movies and that's it? Do they just have a Christmas scene? Uh, But it's a fun chat. On another point, it's the holiday season. So if you're in need of some gift ideas or, you know, I'm selling a bunch of cool shirts on TeePublic. You can find a link in the description. But um, help me out. Buy some shirts. As always, be sure to like Rejunk on social media and tell your friends about the podcast. As much as I like doing these movie and music discussions with friends, I will start interviewing bands again. So it's just, I feel I'm kind of like taking a break this year with it just because I'm like, so when do you think we're going to be doing shows again? Uh, but we'll get there again. We'll, we'll start interviewing bands again. Um, but anyway, let's get started. Here's Eric Ryan and I talking alternative Christmas movies right here on the Rejunk podcast. Ho, ho, ho. So, uh, how you guys doing? All right, man. How are you? I'm good. Same good. as always. Yeah. It's, I can't believe it's December already. I know, right? It's like once Halloween hits, just everything's just, whoosh, just, just at the end yeah. of the year. Well, if there's any year for smarch weather, this this is going to be it. Yeah, lousy, lousy smarch weather. Stupid smarch weather. Wait, wait what's smarch weather? <laughs> oh, uh, so that was a Sim. I believe it was a Simpsons Halloween. Oh yes, because it was the one they they parodied Nightmare on Elm Street, where groundskeeper Willie got killed in the furnace. Because yes. it was the 13th day of the 13th month, and Homer goes, ah, stupid smarch weather, and he turns up the thermostat, which makes Willie catch on fire, and that, that's how that whole thing began. <laughs> oh, I, I remember that, I think. Um, you, need to, you need to go watch it then again. Yeah, yes. I know. It's, it's weird with The Simpsons, because it's like, I'll, I'll tape them, and then I'm like, I'll be in the mood, but I'm mainly just... I, I'll like watch Family Guy and then I'll save The Simpsons. So I like I haven't watched any new season uh, episodes this season. I don't think I've watched a new episode in ten years. Well, it's got Alex from Hepcats in it now, so I'm like, well. Oh, that's true. That. Yeah, that's, that's that's actually very true. You got to you got to support uh, Alex. You know what's really cool about catching a new Simpsons is there's like, wow, all right, they still have it, but it's just not the must sit down viewing it used to be but i always enjoy seeing a new episode and be like okay they still have their act together and they've, they've updated some of the animation techniques and the opening's a little bit different so i think it's pretty cool when you see a new simpsons these days yeah it's uh, i would say there's when i finally do getting 
getting around to watching it, there's at least one or two that really stand out per season, like the new seasons. But it, it's and it's always like the first five minutes where I usually find the funniest for Simpsons, and that's been that, it's been that way for like decades. Where yeah, I mean, it's always there's always like the f- the five minute like almost throwaway mini episode, and then it gets on to like the real actual. And it's like oh know, fuck, a li- Lisa episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you turn it off yep. we'll try again next we'll try again next okay. week uh, yep it's a mega episode turn it off if you want <laughs> but i wanted to uh gather you guys here so we can talk about alternative christmas movies or christmas adjacent or just movies that take place during christmas time holiday season and uh what what sprung it was I guess Ryan was watching Lethal Weapon, so I figured that's his gonna be his first choice. Um which I I haven't seen Lethal Weapon forever, so it was like I'm like, it was it? I'm like, oh yeah, it was <laughs> But I guess we I guess we need to consider what movies are Christmas movies or you know, are just just Uh-oh. movies that take place during Christmas. So you kinda have to well, have that debate. That's, that's- that's true. I mean, there's 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 three of us. It's a it's a three it's a three panel judge. We'll, you know, the the uh, the assignment is is this a Christmas movie or is it just a movie that takes place during Christmas? Right. Uh, I, I'm I'm officially declaring that this podcast episode is the end all be all uh, to because no one talked about this, this before. <laughs> no. Well, no, no, no. But that, well, of course, people have had this discussion. But I'm I'm saying tonight, I have uh, recording this episode. We are. We are clearly going to define the movies that we talk about tonight. We will clearly define from here on out. This is yes. this this is canon. Is this a Christmas movie or a movie that takes place during Christmas? And there's one movie that is sure to come up in this conversation. And I have a very interesting story. What I'm going to call my first ever run-in with the press regarding this movie as a Christmas movie. So I'm just going to. Use that as a teaser, Ooh. so we'll we'll, 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 we'll we'll get to this and yeah. we'll keep well, keep listening or or just fast forward until you hear or just tell us now because I'm kind of curious. <laughs> all right, well I guess yeah. All right, fine. Uh, I'll just go right in. Uh, uh, Die Hard, of course, is the right. I'm going to say the 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 ultimate non Christmas Christmas movie, of course, because yes, it takes place on Christmas Eve in the Nakatomi Building in L.A. And they just – is there a reason it has to take place at Christmas? Not really other than the fact that they need an excuse to bring a New York cop out to L.A. to see his estranged wife. Everybody likes Christmas. Christmas is about bringing families together and cue Alan Rickman playing a German guy speaking nonsense sure, German. <laughs> She's – actually, and, and the other main German guy is also not German. He was a, played by a Russian dissident L- – yeah, the but, da- dancer guy, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Alexander Gudinov, right. I believe, was the actor's name. He was so, in Money. He was in Money Pit. But what other movies was was he in in the eighties? Something called The Rune or The Rune Stone, which I don't think anybody saw who didn't also no. see Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember he was in Money Pit with Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Anyway. I, I, well, just I mean, there's so much to unpack with 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 Die Hard, but to bring it into this discussion and with my little teeth there. So in 1993, I was in ninth grade at high school in Flemington, New Jersey. Ryan and I went to the same high school, 
And I believe our campus paper was The Lamp. Wasn't it called The Lamp, Ryan, or something like that? that? Sounds, the Lamp yeah. sounds correct. <clears throat> so I was in the, the library, but because our high school was a hoity-toity, it was the international, the something media center or whatever. They wouldn't call it a library. And I, I hear a reporter from The Lamp asking people what their favorite Christmas movies are. And I was researching something on one of the computers. And I'm listening, and then I went, hey, does Die Hard count? Well, flash, flash forward a couple days, that article's in the paper, and it said, when asked, a confused underclassman said, hey, does Die Hard count? And I'm like, wait a minute, I was not confused. <laughs> yes, I was an underclassman, but I was certainly not confused at all. So that was my first ever run-in with the press. But, so what year was this? That's 1993 we're talking. So you're probably the start of this whole debate then. <laughs> it, I, I can I can certainly claim because that article went the equivalent of viral, and then sat in a drawer for the past twenty seven years, and somebody dug it out, and now it's like, oh, so that's where it all came from. It's because of me. Thanks, Eric. So everyone, you're welcome. Well, there you go. Well, we we you started it, and tonight we will we will <laughs> so we, get together. Do we, have, have do a we few officially? Lives. That's right. <laughs> have a good time. <laughs> Like you're right. It does. It 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 does hit some of the core trademarks of a Christmas movie. I mean, it's about Rum family. DMC. It's about Rum DMC. Run DMC. Yeah. Run DMC. Of course. Oh, uh, it, it's so many Christmas movies. Um, <clears throat> I know, but it's got you know, it's it's got uh, you know, family togetherness and forgiveness and uh, you know, watching out for watching out for each other and. Uh, the the spirit of of giving, uh, and by that I mean giving you a lot of bullet holes. Um, <laughs> I was going to say giving lead. Well done, well done. <laughs> yeah, and 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 redemption of a, a cop, you know that you know right redemption redemption yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so I don't know. It, I I think it I think it does. I think it counts as a Christmas movie because it's and and I think because so many people have declared it as such. I mean, mm. I mean, outside of like literal movies that are like, all right, this take this has Santa Claus in it. All right, well done, it's a Christmas movie. It's like some Christmas movies are somewhat defined by culture, um, and I think people have defined this as like the Die Hard is like of probably all the movies we're going to talk about tonight. Die Hard is probably the ultimate anti-Christmas Christmas movie, so to speak. Mm. In a sense of like, it's, I'm not, I don't want to watch like fucking sappy, sentimental garbage. I mean, Bad Santa is a Christmas watch... movie, but that's an anti-Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, that's, that's, def that is definitely an anti-Christmas Christmas movie as well. But Die Hard um, 2 is also, takes Die Hard 2 also, Chris, also Christmas. They went, the, they went the, back to that well. You know, the, the, the underdog, of uh, of anti Christmas Christmas movies because you don't remember that, which takes place on Christmas Eve. Eve as yeah. well. Yeah, both Die Hard and Die Hard Two take yeah. place on Christmas it's Eve. It's like two yeah. years afterwards, I guess. Two years, yeah, yeah. eighty eight and ninety. So if there's ever a Die Hard Six, I think they need to come full circle and it be on Christmas again. Well, only only if uh, Shane Black writes it. And <laughs> we can, then we can then we can create the Die Hard Lethal Weapon. Anti Christmas Christmas movie multiverse. All right, let's come up with the plot for 
Die Hard Six. John McClane's in the retirement community, and it gets taken over by terrorists. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, or it's, well, it's it's um, it's it's the Gruber. It's Gruber's grandson is coming. It's oh, it's a it's a lovely reboot because it's going to be a generational hand down. So we're going to oh. hand. Yeah, because like, Die Hard Five one? tried. They try. I think they tried to do that, but it fails. We'll we'll try this again. With Jake, you know, we'll, with Jake we'll, we'll re we'll re reboot this, yeah. or we'll we'll try we'll try again with another son that we forgot that. We'll or that one, Bruce yeah. Dad. Or yeah. what? If, if if you want to go full just darkness, maybe John McClane has lost his mind in retirement and his pension's gone, so he has to stage a robbery to get to get himself through his golden years. I'm just saying. Ooh. Die Hard it would fanfic. Never go for it, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so since well, since this whole discussion about this that popped in my head, we should talk about lethal lethal weapon next, right? We should. Okay. Absolutely. Well, actually, before we, before we before we before we move before we move on, I think we should officially vote. Give our give our vote. Die Hard Christmas movie, movie that takes place during Christmas. I will say it's a Christmas movie, but I can watch it anytime. So, Fair enough. Yeah. I, I say I say it's a Christmas movie. I, I'm inclined to agree with Ryan just because I've seen Die Hard so many times, but of all those times, I want to say that 99% of them have been during December. All right. There it is. Stamp of approval. Did Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It came out movie. in July, though, though, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it was a summer movie. Yeah. And that's like a lot of these movies that I have on my list are just they they're released. I mean, you can watch them anytime. That's what's kind of like funny. And it's it's kind of like when you're watching like an old TV show like Wings or Seinfeld, it's like, oh, it's a Christmas yeah. episode, you know, kind of thing. It's the same thing with this where it's like there's like one movie that has just like one Christmas scene in it. It's like, I don't want to watch Christmas in July. It's like um, but let's let's talk about Lethal Weapon next. So it's, okay, let's Die Hard and Die Hard and Die Hard Two are Christmas movies, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So so Lethal Weapon also takes place during the Christmas season. I don't remember if they they, they declare a specific it's date. Never. No, it's never declared when it is. Except okay. I guess for the last scene when he gets invited in for. It's called Christmas dinner, I guess. Yeah. But. So yes. So either Christmas Eve or or, or Christmas day night it's, itself as as Christmas dinner. So all things leading up is probably the first. I'd say like two weeks, two or three weeks. So definitely early early December. Uh, most of this film uh, sure take, takes place. Um, but we open up with Jingle Bell Rock. I think is the yes is we the, do is the, is the opening is our yes, opening opening title sequence music. Okay, so we got a song. Um, okay. We have uh, a, a throwaway scene of uh, cops practicing Christmas carols. Oh, that's uh, right. And if you guys remember, w- one of them is instead of a baton or a, like a conductor's baton, he's using a fucking nightstick to yes. lead the cop. It's like that did not age very well. <laughs> uh, you have obviously there's there's Christmas decorations all over the place throughout the whole the whole film. Uh, the the Murtaugh's house is all done up. So like the the just the, the physical presence of, of Christmas is, is clearly there. This film is, is clearly meant to be during Christmas. But then you also have these larger um, redemption 
arcs throughout the film, certainly through Murtaugh and through um, uh, the other guy. Riggs, Jesus Christ, I can pull his name out. I know, I haven't seen Lethal Weapon in a while. I'm getting, I'm getting old. I just, I just watched it. I have no excuse. So I'm getting old. I'm, yeah. I'm drinking it today. Um, so you know, Riggs is dealing with like, um, all right. So we're gonna like spoil or you know, but like at this Riggs point, is dealing fuck with, them like, if you can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's Bruce he's, Wayne was Batman. <laughs> you know, he's he's dealing with his dead wife. He's suicidal. He's mm-hmm. you know he's on the edge. Like he's like he has he has. Nobody. You have Murtaugh, who is dealing with somewhat mortality. It's his fiftieth birthday, um, you know. But he has his he has his family. So you have this coming together of you know family and Riggs Riggs finding you know a reason to live and you know so to speak. You don't have to be like too sentimental. But he has like he finds his he finds he starts to find his path over these over these over the course of the um, the movies. So maybe do you have influences of like it's a wonderful life like what would life be without Riggs? um you know but you also have the creation of a new family like Riggs is mm. Riggs is by the end of the movie he is he is accepted into and invited into literally invited into have christmas dinner and finds himself a new a new family um you know so again those aren't necessarily you know, that's strictly christmas but i think that again is there is this season of family connections um mm. you know this the the idea of um you know just you know forgiveness i mean probably you know potentially like forgiveness forgiveness in himself um right. to, to 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 move on it's like it's okay to move on from my dead wife like mm. i can i can be happy um so all, all you know um you know i think all of those elements build this into i think it's more subtle i don't think it's overtly a christmas movie but i think you know, at the same time, it's it. You know, the the seasonality of it, um, it it is certainly. There's, I mean, aside from you know Shane Black's you know hard on like to like make all of his movies take place during Christmas, like the film could take could have take place at any other time, but he chose it to happen at Christmas because I saw it. So it it clearly has a there's a there's a resonance there that I think they he wants to have in this in the film. Is there any Christmas puns in this movie? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Are there? I, you know, to to be honest, I don't remember if they were. They're not like, oh, so on the nose. Well, there's not a pun per se, but if you remember when he goes to try to talk the guy off the ledge, he opens up by saying, "Hey, Merry Christmas!" <laughs> Rather oh, than there we go. Hey, okay, hey. as long as there's some type of reference. <laughs> Yeah, not just like "Hey, pal" or whatever. He's like, "Merry Christmas!" You stay away from me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there you go. It, it is acknowledged. Okay. All right. I mean, so where do you guys stand on? Do you think Christmas movie or just a movie that takes place during Christmas? Good <sighs> question. Um, I I said it. I you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stamp this. I'm gonna stamp it a Christmas movie. Uh, I, I just feel I, I feel like there there's there's enough overt themes and it was clearly the 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 much more of the very overt decision I think to make it take place during Christmas um, yeah gives it that that stronger edge um, and we we'll go from there. It, also interesting versus the Die Hard franchise, which immediately returned to the same well. It's Christmas again. Lethal Weapon 2 ad nauseum never went back to that premise again. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. They're just it's it's whatever time of the year it is. I think I like Lethal Weapon two the best. I'm trying to remember. I think it was yeah. I think I was yeah. I think it was like that one or like even like the the, the fourth one was pretty fun with uh like Jet Li. Or is that five? I don't remember. Was there a five? They're working on it. Before right? COVID, before COVID hit, there was it was supposed to be fast track, but right there, there is there was the the fan the quote unquote fan made Lethal Weapon five in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, um, I've never seen that. Yeah, I, never oh. seen, I haven't seen the show. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a fun show. As much it, as much as you. You lay a good argument for it. I, I, for some reason, I can't go the stamp Christmas movie on it though. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm torn. Enough. I'm no, torn on it. I'm torn on it. it. It's torn. I don't. I don't have it. I don't have as. It, it's not as strong of, of an argument. I no. will. I will very uh, concede that for for absolute certain. You can watch Lethal Weapon. I feel any time of the year. I mean, any of these movies. Yeah, I mean, any of these movies. But. There is enough stuff. Like if you, if you guys remember when Gary Busey drives his car, in, or no, he, he shoots up the Murtaugh's house, and the old 1950s version of A Christmas Carol is on, and the washerwoman, which is my go-to English accent, is it? She's like, "Tell me what day is this? What day was Christmas day?" And, and right as he says, he shoots the TV. He goes, "It's goddamn Christmas!" <laughs> <laughs> There's also like a note on the Christmas tree, I think, or something. Or it's like, "Ho ho ho!" Nobody here but us good guys signed the yeah, bad. Or, uh, I'm, I'm messing it up, but it was something like that because yes. I was kind of doing somewhat of research. Look at me, <laughs> you know, but I forget what the note was. But yeah, all right. What do you? All right, Brian. Oh, all right. Oh, do I, oh, I guess I guess Eric. I guess yeah, Eric, make, you go. You go. It, I think it's I think it's down to you. Make your 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 you got a stamp wow. on a lethal weapon. Well, you know what? I, yeah. Hmm. Kind of with Die Hard, I will usually just watch this movie in December. So, ah, yeah, no, I, I'm still going with Christmas movie on this one. All right, as there with it Die is. Hard, I think it's Christmas movie. Right. Chunk, it is stamped Christmas movie. I have Brian. A, what's 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 your first on your list? Um, I actually have it's a more it's a recent movie. It's Shazam. It's uh, what Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, like, okay. Yeah, it's a superhero I, movie. I've, I've not yeah. actually, I've not seen it, so I might, I'm not is gonna that have Sha- a lot. Of- is that Shaq? No, no, it's the superhero movie that came out like last year. With no, uh, Shaq was was Kazam. Kazam. Excuse. Yeah, sorry. I get my Kazams <laughs> and Shazams and Kablams all mixed up. But it, it's it's got um. Fuck, I'm like drawing a blank on the actor's name, but it's a good cast. It's got Mark Strong as the bad guy, and it opening scene takes place during Christmas, where it's the villain, and then the villain at some point there's a deleted scene where he goes and kills his family during a deleted scene oh. or during a Christmas party. Uh, the whole the end battle takes place during a Christmas village kind of thing. Like fair, and it's got Santa Claus running around, and all the superheroes are kind of saving the day. But it's kind of like I didn't really think about it until I was like, I'm like, oh yeah, it is kind of like it takes place during. I thought it took took place during like the winter months, but it's actually Christmas because there's tons of Christmas lights all over the place, and there's lots of Christmas themes, and there's Christmas music in it. So 
it's it's one that I think that is considered somewhat a Christmas movie, th- despite it being a superhero movie. Um, it's a really good movie if you guys haven't seen it. Um, I'm actually I have not. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of the better DC movies that that has come out in the last couple of years. All right. Well, I will. I'll. I've been not. I shouldn't say avoiding it, but it's it's not been high on my. Oh yeah, I need to. Ch- I need to check that one off and finally watch that list. I mean, I liked it better than Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and like all those other DC movies. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, the only ones. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it. They don't. It doesn't. It's up there with like I want to say like Dark Knight, but those Batman movies like it was very enjoyable, really funny. Um. And and definitely has like a heart to it as well. So it's it definitely got that Christmas heart. <laughs> All right. All right. But since All you guys right. haven't seen it, you know, a Christmas movie. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Unilateral stamping yeah. <laughs> on, from Brian. All right. All right. You guys go next. Eric, what's on your, what's on your All mind? Right. Uh, so here's a, a bit of a strange one, but this was part of my Christmas action theater package back when I was in middle school and high school. And by theater, I mean me alone in my room watching these movies by myself. Because in my head, I would make up, like, promos for them that only I could see and, you know. In a world. Of course. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, so, this movie is not a Christmas movie, but it does take place at Christmas, so it fills the theme. And it's not a very good movie. I mean, if you look at it now, you'd be like, wow, this is, pretty lame is Batman returns. I do have it on the list. Yes. Okay. I had, I had it on my list as well. It's for discussion. The thing is it it has some interesting things going on about it, but overall it's pretty disappointing, especially considering how enjoyable was the 89 version with Jack Nicholson and all that. So I fucking hated the movie. It's it, it's a weird melding of Batman and Edward Scissorhands, like the theater of the right. grotesque that Tim Burton loves, and he tried to shoehorn that into a Batman universe, and it just didn't really work. It's, a, it's a it's I mean it's a it's a Batman movie almost without Batman. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> I think that Danny DeVito just that he just that whole ruined it for me. Just. The fish guts, the way he looked, it was just <laughs> everything about that. I'm like, why couldn't it just be about Catwoman? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer was oh, very yeah. sexy in that Catwoman costume, yeah. of course. She, she, she awoke into things in all of us that summer, <laughs> yes, indeed. But overall, uh, yeah, um, there's a couple of good things about it. I really like the score by Danny Elfman, which I do own. I mean, I uh, own all the scores, yeah, yeah, um. I'm trying to think of what else I really like well, about the movie, and there's honestly not much. Well, as far as as far as the Christmas stuff, though, there was like I think Christopher Walken's character was doing a speech, and then there was a big giant present thing, and then all these creepy little acrobatic kind of guys jumping out of it, and then at the end, yeah, yeah, like he said, "Oh, Merry Christmas, to Alfred," and then he was looking for Catwoman. So I mean, there's some references to it, and kind of have like that, like la 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 la, la, la like kind of like the from the score. I kind of had that right. like Carol kind of creepiness. Same thing yeah, for everyone. I, I think there's. I think there's a. I think there is more in the. This is a movie that takes place during Christmas, or or Burton. You know, maybe this is. I don't know. Maybe this is like pre. You know, proto Nightmare Before Christmas. Like I want to like mm. 
Interesting. Like, like screw around with like Christmas theme or Christmas styling and like filter through like the 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 Burton No sphere or whatever and 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 see what comes out the other side. Um and and like you know just screw around with with it from that pers- from that perspective, um, but I don't I I think as far as like theme like again you know I think the I think the biggest thing we're possibly thinking about here um, with a lot of these movies is like is there like is there like a theme that like kind of uniquely re- resonates with Christmas time in this film and it and I and I hmm. I haven't watched it for a while but I'm tr- I'm struggling to think of like an overt, um, like, and like, kind of, kind of like an overt theme or message, or, or, you know, or learning, so to speak, if you will, from the from the film. I mean, there's some forgiveness. Again, that's not uniquely. That's not 100% uniquely Christmas. Um, you know, certainly not. I don't see that. Like, you don't see like family, like elements of family in here, aside from like, and you know, Alfred and 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 Bruce. Um. Yeah, I think I I I, I really there's just snow. see this. There's <laughs> snow. I mean, well, certainly. I mean, that's 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 the thing. I think that the film is this is this is one of those. This is a movie that takes place during Christmas because yeah. I want to fuck around with like Christmas iconography. But I'm I'm clearly not thinking about this as being like a new Christmas tradition or a new or or, or setting out to um, upend the the you know christmas movie themes like um penguin you know, burial <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh dear they bury him at sea or rather the sewer <sighs> there are a couple of overtly christmas stuff yeah that they make and if i'm not mistaken at the beginning the flashback of when peewee herman throws the penguin baby into into the river when they're pushing him in in the pram to dump him over the bridge, I'm pretty sure they pass another couple who says Merry Christmas. So that they do kind of thematically, okay, his parents got rid of him at Christmas, so now it's Christmas and he's gonna kill all Gotham's Should firstborn. Return. Yeah. And then he goes, I meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just doxed his mayoral speech and that was the end of that. Yep. Yeah, so I'll I'll say no to that one. It, yeah, it's like a lot of these are like take place during Christmas. Yeah, but I I do I I will the only thing I will say again it it it, it takes place during Christmas and I tend to think about watching Batman Returns during Christmas and no um, other because time. yeah because because <laughs> uh purely because of the 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 scene setting. You know the 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 the, phys- the the physical setup of the of the film it's, itself, not because I feel like there's I want to feel Christmassy. Sure. And at the end, I don't know if you. The end is actually one of the better moments of the movie too. When he thinks he sees Catwoman in the alley and it's just a cat. Yeah. And then you, you're right. Uh, I think Brian, you mentioned yeah. when Alfred come come with May, Merry Christmas, Mister Wayne, and Bruce says, "Merry Christmas, Alfred. Goodwill toward men." Pause. And women. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. It's, man, that's such a terrible. I don't. I, for some reason, I just don't like that one. I like. I I prefer watching Batman Forever and Batman and Robin over that one. 
Oh, no, I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, that's, wow. That is a, no, no. <laughs> okay, Batman Forever. Oh, that, is a, maybe. that is a podcast for another time. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, a lot of people like it. It's just too dark for me. It's just, yeah, I felt like. It's also boring. It's boring. Too. Yeah. That's the other problem with that movie. It's, and, it's, and the it's penguin. dull. But I'm very interested to see what uh, Tim Burton will do with the Adams Family. I guess he's going to be doing it. TV series for that, like uh, animated, I think, or maybe or right. live one. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's he's mm. meant he's meant to do that. Okay, very good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, was it Apple? Was it coming on Apple? I don't Netflix. I don't know. One of those streaming. It's animated. I don't know because well, there, there was they they just made the animated one. Yeah, but that wasn't got released like oh, okay. Years I'm, ago. I'm, I think he's doing a TV series though. Got I think it. he's doing a TV series as well. That's what I've done. All right. Yeah. If, if, if only we had some magic uh, service at our fingertips that could mm. tell us for sure, one way or another. Perhaps a net that enters between us. A, a, a world wide web, perhaps. And an information <laughs> superhighway, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it's it. He's definitely doing something. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's a TV series, and it's um, it's it's not animated. I don't think, because <laughs> they just came out with so, an animated animated one. And it was okay. It was... So what's our what's our final verdict on Batman Returns? Do we even need to put it to a vote or no. it's a movie movie that movie that takes place during Christmas? Yeah, agreed. Which you are welcome to watch Great. during Christmas. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we're not telling you not to watch these movies. We're just trying to see whether or not they're Christmas movies or not. All right, Ryan, you want to go next? I do want to go next. Um, all right, on my list, um, we're going to flip a coin here. Okay, um, this might be a quick conversation, but uh, I feel like I – okay. Um, Mystery Science Theater 3000, um, which hopefully you guys are both familiar oh, with. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Some of the odds. Okay. They did – this is kind of like a two-for two for conversation here just in, in general. Basically, they did um, two Christmas movies, which was um, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, which I actually just watched <laughs> this week this weekend. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then a movie strictly just – that's simply called Santa Claus, which is actually a Mexican production, I believe. All right. Um, so essentially, these these are MST3K episodes that are produced and designed to be shown during Christmas on TV when they were originally broadcast. They are clearly riffing on what are Christmas movies, um, and so um, but obviously through the through the filter of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. So the, right. the satellite and during these episodes, the satellite of love is all decked out in Christmas decorations. They usually are riffing on. Like presents during the during the skits, um, and then of course like all like the jokes themselves will will be you know some Christmas jokes, but obviously just refer in in uh, in refer- riffing on whatever's on screen at the time, but it's not a hundred percent Christmas jokes themselves. Um, but I only I mean again this is first for for me. It's you know are these Christmas movies? I mean well those TV episodes as well. You know now that now you go through. They become TV episodes now. We're going through a mystery science theater, right? Um, but they become, for me, um, like almost Christmas traditions. I don't watch the episodes every year, but I tend to always think about them. And maybe I'll like this year. I'll watch. I watched one of them. Next year, I'll watch 
the other one the the other one instead and kind of like you know bounce back and forth you know, are these every, on every, dvd every other or blu-ray or, so. or they're all over the place i mean oh, okay. the, i just i have i watched i watched santa claus conquers the martians um on uh on youtube like the whole episode's on okay so on, you watch like, the actual movie that they're making fun of no, well, I watched. Oh. No, I watched the episode. Oh, okay. I watched the the, the, the MST episode is on is on mm-hmm. YouTube. Okay. Um, and I think it's and I think it's on like the official you know okay. Mystery Science Theater like channel. Hmm. Hmm. All right. All right. Um, but I, I just <laughs> I just I just enjoy I I just really enjoy watching, you know, these episodes during during Christmas. Sure. Um, you know, it it it's for me. It's it's partially the they're fun. I mean, not obviously. You know, as with all MST, not every joke is a winner. Um, you know, but you know, it's it to me. It's it's partially nostalgia. You know, first watch seeing these episodes probably when the first time they aired, or maybe like right after that. Um, you know, as a as a as a youth, and so there's like kind of that Christmassy nostalgia um, to that, and just you know, seeing you know just. The, the 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 wacky shenanigans um during christmas you know uh, you know on you know through through them I dare to... i ask how are the oh sorry just no, how are the movies themselves <laughs> oh the, the movie the movies are dreadful i mean as as with as with any as with everything i mean sure they watch um, yeah i mean i i don't think you could i don't think you know you could watch these these movies straight mm-hmm. um and 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 by straight meaning without MST and without copious amounts of drugs and alcohol. Yeah, um, <laughs> goes without saying. But they're not made. But they're not made for adults. I mean, they're they're they're, they're throwaway films made for kids to you know, right. shut up. Shut up. You bother me. You know, you know, go watch this for eighty minutes. Leave me alone. <laughs> I always liked Mystery Science Theater, but I would always just fast forward all the in between bits. Like I just want them making fun of the movies. It's like I all that. I'm like, yeah. But like I, I probably do remember watching one of these movies that you're mentioning because I remember watching Christmas ones. Like these have marathons on Comedy Central and other places. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They would do like the tur- like the the Turkey Day um, right. uh, marathons during like Thanksgiving. So it'd be like 24 hours of like you know misty episodes. Where do they exist now? The those old episodes. So it, it depends. A lot of it depends on what the actual film is, because of distribution Lights rights. Sure, um, sure. They okay. have over time. They have over time been putting a lot of the episodes on, like DVD and Blu-ray. You know, if the film is that they can get basically like so basically they have to get like the rights, the film rights to the movie, basically to be able to distribute them. Um, mm. And so they're they're doing they do them that way, or they do some sort of like, you know, agreement with the. It's holder to, to put them out. A lot of the episodes um, are also you can like download the you can pay like a couple bucks and download them from like their official webs their official website. I think they pretty much have almost all the episodes um, on you know digitally at this point. And then a lot of people also just put them um, either either through their official channel or unofficially um, in various quality uh, on uh, on YouTube. You know, so if there's like Got an it. older ep- there's like an older episode or a specific movie, it's like, oh yeah, I remember they like rift on this and you look for it chances are they're out there i would say like okay. the, big, the biggest ones that i think are still like i don't think they've put any of them out are say like the godzilla movies so they were able to riff on those back in the, right. like late 80s early 90s they had like oh, God, some, some sort of um access to those films for for a moment but they'll not you gone can't, yeah you can't you can't put them out anymore but like the gamma films uh they put all those out in like a special box set um, so they're able, to, they're able to figure out, you know, you how can to watch those, those episodes. So I did, so I did a quick 
search on Amazon and they have the Santa Claus one. You can watch it on Prime as there well. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, a couple of the episodes are on Prime as well. Mm. But it's like I think it's Shout Shout Factory does a lot of the DVDs and Blu-rays. Okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it's all, all the all the official all the all the physical discs are pretty much I think through um you know Shout TV. All right, so we'll say it's a okay. Christmas movie. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> all right, Eric, you want to go next? Do it. No, it's your it's your turn, Brian. Is it? All right. All yeah, right. So th- this one is I guess it's up for debate because it's not entirely Christmas, but it came out on Christmas Day, and it's Catch Me If You Can with Tom Hanks and Leo. And it's got parts of it where it's got some Christmas stuff in it. Um, but, yeah, it's like it's one of those movies I kind of associate with Christmas because I remember going to see it on Christmas Day uh, back yeah. when I used to do that. Now I, now I have a wife and I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you mean? I got to spend time with family. I want to go to see movies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's a really, plus it's just a good movie too. But um, like, there's like a Christmas Eve scene where him and Tom Hanks are like talking on the phone because um, you know he's like because uh, he got no one else to talk to, right? Is that yeah. The- and then there was another part where he he finally got he finally got uh captured and then he's like on a plane but then he finds out that like his mom moved on so he escapes and he goes runs to his mom's house and sees them having christmas dinner and so it's like there's some mm. christmas elements to it I, there might be christmas music too but i mean it's probably a three minute scene out of out of the entire movie so i, I don't know if i would say it's a christmas movie per se but um but i don't know it's it's one i would probably watch around this time it's like the same thing with like lord of the rings it's like i they came out this time so i kind of associate it with christmas in a way sure but it's not they're not christmas <laughs> interesting yeah don't remember the christmas scenes in catch and that's a movie i've actually been wanting to re revisit again it's been a while for me yeah yeah i think i i think i've watched it maybe once all the way through i couldn't even say um, and and never and I, I know I've not seen it pretty much since it first came out. Great jazzy score from John Williams, you know. Yeah. Amy Adams in a very early small role. Yeah, and um, Martin Sheen, Christopher Walken again. A lot of Christopher Walken. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's got a good cast. It, it's it's one of Spielberg's latter better films. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Um. But yeah, I don't know if I would put in a Christmas movie, but definitely, uh, definitely one I'd like to watch around at this time. All right. Yeah, but that's fair. That's what yeah, I, I guess. That's even. I guess. I guess that's almost another. The the third column is the Christmas tradition. Type mm. movie. Not necessarily the film mm-hmm. might not even take place during Christmas. And maybe it's not a Christmas movie, but for some reason, there's an association that one has. With Christmas, so opening day, uh, you know, for for instance, or seeing it during you know during the holidays, and somehow it has, you know, become uh, you know associated with you, uh, be you know because of of watching it during when it came out, like yeah. its release date or whatever. Yeah, it's like they they released Christmas. Now it's it, this year is going to be Wonder Woman eighty eighty four. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, yeah. So that's. I, I think I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> now I'm talking. It. Now I'm talking about. It, I'm like I want to watch it. I haven't seen it in a while, and my wife's never seen it either. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I'm just remedy that. Try to yeah, try to find time for that though. 
we're on a veep, sure. we're on a veep kick right now After, since the election we've just been watching the like episodes of veep just <laughs> laughing our asses yeah. off just i don't know but anyway <laughs> <laughs> who's next i guess it's me again so um gremlins kind of an obvious pick yeah but uh it does take place entirely at christmas because uh, the dad, Joe Don Baker, he needs a present for his kid who I, I've never quite figured out how old Billy is supposed to be. Is he supposed to be like 16, 18, 20, 25? He's still living at home with his parents, but it's never – I've never been able to quite figure out how old he's supposed I, to be. I feel like he's – Senior, just out of high school, either a senior or like they like maybe his like they're just out of high school because okay. and and I say that because he has like he works know, at the, the bank he works at the bank so he's clearly old enough to work like a really real job um you know his um you know, um oh, I'm totally blanking on her name um Phoebe Phoebe Kate. um you know she works at a bar. Um, you know, so I'll, you know, has to be old enough to serve at least. Oh, you can uh, sling drinks at 18. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So at least they're, should, they're, they've got to be at least 18, you know, 19. You know, he's still, he's still friends with, you know, he goes to like his, the, the high school, you know, science teacher, um, right. you know, for help. So clearly he's not far enough removed from high school that he has like a college professor that he would go to instead. You know, he, his immediate, his immediate, his immediate choice is to go to his high mm. school you know, science, science teacher. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was, I would say if they're not, if they're not seniors, they're maybe like right out of college, right? Like okay. freshman, you know, college freshmen would be my Okay, fair guess. enough. And the gremlins but the whole Santa, film, Santa hats though. So, right. Yeah. That's true. So that's, and, and the whole movie takes place in the week or two leading up to, to Christmas. Um, and it's right there. And the, if you guys remember the title sequence, there's this at Christmas, da 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 Chris. When I was a kid, I was convinced they were saying gremlins, da da da, gremlins, gremlins. I'm like, okay, there's a song about gremlins. But no, it's an old carol that they took and repurposed for the movie. But, but so. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's, I think you're, you're not going to, um, I, it was on my list as well to, to talk about and, uh, clearly, you know, in my mind, it is a Christmas movie. I mean, mm-hmm. just the setting of itself, um, the present, you know, the whole the whole crux of the of the film is he buys it for the like, he buys it as a present, and he has to open it early. Uh, you know, you have you know the um, again, there's the, the 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 familial you know coming together, um, all of the all of the the set pieces uh, coming together. So many of the jokes. Our, our riffs or, or have to, you know, have to require, uh, you know, Christmas, um, you know, element, you know, the gremlins, you know, singing Christmas carols, um, you know, the, the, the imported person, the imported per, uh, porcelain snowman uh, being uh, <laughs> destroyed, um, you know, the Santa Claus being, Santa Claus being attacked by gremlins with a guy dressed up as Santa Claus, not the actual Santa Claus. Um, I think all comes, all comes together. Um, to 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 create a in you know the, oh um the mom is watching um I think she's watching it's a wonderful life um, mm. you know on on TV 
Um, she's making gingerbread cookies. Um, so I think it all, it all there's a, obviously, uh, you have the, the, the hilarious uh, scene where uh, Corey Feldman is dressed as a Christmas tree, um, you know, <laughs> selling, selling Christmas, selling trees. Um, we always seem to be talking about Corey Feldman when I talk with you two. <laughs> I brought up the one time. I thought. <laughs> I mean, we 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 if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about eighties eighties and nineties movies, I mean, you're gonna you're, you got to talk about the Corys. You're, you're, yeah. you're gonna hit you're gonna hit one and or both of the Corys. <laughs> yeah. Well, there and there's a decent amount of action in Gremlins too, which is why it was in my action theater package. At Christmas time, there there is. I mean, it's it's one of the it is one of the first I would define like true horror comedies. Um, yeah, you know, you know, I mean, this is so, and and successfully so. Uh, you know, I mean, there's there are true there are truly some horrific uh, elements. You know, in the film, and it's and it's buoyed by you know uh, more comedic you know moments or mm-hmm. or the just the. The, the childlike shenanigans uh, you know, of the gremlins you know, followed after they've, they've murdered a few people you know they they watched Snow White um, you know so it, it all it all bad, it all bad, it all it all it all comes out in the wash um, but I actually I actually read it a, 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 a it was more of an anecdote they, um, that Chris Columbus who who wrote uh, Gremlins um, had originally conceived and wrote the script as an R-rated movie, mm-hmm. um, and after um, Steven Spielberg had read the script, came back to him and said, "Basically, you've got something here, but you've got to tone this down. You've got mm-hmm. to you, you've got mm-hmm. to make this you know appeal to a to a slightly wider audience. Um, I'm interested, but you've got to you've got to tone this down a little bit." Mm-hmm. Um, because I think in the original, like one of the the moments I think he talks about is like in the original film, like the mom, like uh, the um, Billy's mom is like killed and like decapitated. Uh, oh dear. Yeah. So you know, it definitely they 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 toned some of that down. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember the 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 knockoff Gremlins? It was like Munchies, I think it was called. Well, there was but there was Ghoulies? Munchies and Ghoulies. Yeah. Ghoulies was... are the ones that lived in the toilet. But this was munchies where if you cut them in half, then they multiply, and then like sure. that's that's munchies. That I think that yeah. is munchies. Yeah, I've never seen that. Wow, that sounds amazing. I used to watch that all the time when I was on TV, and I don't know, you know, you know me with with like it wasn't like scary, but it was like cheesy kind of trying to be it's, scary. It's, yeah. it's it's Brian approved scary. Yeah, it's Brian approved. AKA <laughs> not scary at all. And well, enough speak, enough to freak me out a little bit. Yeah, but, but no, it was cheesy. Of, well, not scary per se, but Ryan, I know you and I have had that conversation so much about Phoebe Cates's uh monologue oh, about yeah, her the, dad which goes over your head when you're a kid. Oh no! I, I think that I mean the, the 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 that the first time I heard that that this that, that soliloquy, the monologue, um, I I was deeply disturbed. Like I I was old enough to I, I recognize understood exactly. I think we talked about this um, on one podcast. What? Um, <laughs> what oh yeah, was, the... what she was talking about, and it's like I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna fast forward through this scene for the rest of my life. <laughs> I never I never went through this. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I think we talked about this in movies that upset us as kids that that we shouldn't have been seeing. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so Gremlins Christmas movie. I'm gonna oh. say yes. Yes, absolutely. All right. I'll say yes. 
even though I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah. I haven't seen it in ages, but I'll, I, it sounds Christmassy to me. Stamp it. Stamp it. All right. Um, let's see. I want to do one. This is one I, I was actually kind of surprised about, which it's not a Christmas movie. It's an 80s movie. There's parts of Christmas in it for about two minutes, but Better Off Dead with John Cusack. There's some mm. Christmas elements to it. Um, I think he got broken up with uh, Deb Lane Meyer. Um, she dumped him right before Christmas break. And then during at one point during Christmas, he was trying to do one of his many failed suicide attempts. Ha ha! Uh, <laughs> you know? um, yeah, and then it right. goes through. It goes through his dad's garage because he keeps breaking it, and he had like a Christmas bow on it, and they're dressed up as reindeer. And then uh, Ricky gives, um, was it Monique? Monique gives him like the pitch. Monique. Yeah, Monique. I was gonna say a vet for some reason. Um, but yeah, it gives him like that that iconic picture of him looking all doofy, and she was like laughing. So I'm like, there's some little Christmas parts to it, um, but it's a movie that takes place during Christmas in the end. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's one of that's on my that's actually been on my on my short list to to revisit, um, mm-hmm. along with along with some of the other uh, Cusack uh, classics. Yeah, it's it's not available on streaming though. It's I have the no. Blu-ray for it, but. I don't know why like that one is not available on any streaming platform. I, I think mm. it's Paramount too. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say like, what's the? What's the? What's the? Uh, sometimes like it's, it's those wacky rights hold. You know, the rights hold <laughs> to figure out like who gets to actually stream this and 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 take sure. your five cents. Yeah, it's like Young Guns One is not on streaming platform, but Young Guns Two just came out on streaming platform. So I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. I can't watch this, just the second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you won't know what's going on. <laughs> In a way, I mean, it's but um, but yeah, I mean, as much as I brought it up on the list, I I, I want to consider it a Christmas movie. It's, right. it's a great fair movie. enough. All right. Well, that actually kind of segues nicely into, I think, what I'm going to choose as my next movie, which is an 80s movie or from the 80s, uh, and absolutely uh, a Christmas movie is uh, Scrooged with Bill Murray. Ah. I mean, that's kind of yeah. There's no debate about it. I mean, I don't think it as an alternative because it's I consider it a Christmas movie. It's a dark and creepy kind of at times Christmas movie. But well, I guess that's I guess that's where where I'm going is yeah. it's 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 clearly like kind of like a a product of its time uh, in taking a, you know, the Christmas Carol and, and updating it with a, a 100% uh, 80s ethos and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of dissection of the, uh, the morals or somewhat lack thereof uh, of, of the eighties. Um, but it's a, it's a dark, it's a dark film overall. And that's, I guess I think of it as more like an alternative Christmas movie, like you're not like necessarily gonna like gather the family. It's like gather around, kids. Like, let's put, watch. Don't yeah, I would put that in the, in the same same column as like uh, Bad Santa in a way. Yeah, it's like one of those darker kind of Christmas movies. Have you tried? Have you tried Staples? <laughs> Staples. <laughs> Scrooge is great. Yeah, but the- I, I I always thought about like the um the the ghost of uh christmas future like being like you know his his head is like a, 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 a television TV. yeah the inside or, or, or like the, the inside is a, is a is a tv set and well no uh, all those little creepy little bodies when you all this creepy yeah uh, faces yeah oh. 
Yeah, and I, like the one the homeless guy dying, and it's like certain parts of his. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in, him in his own coffin being um, cremated is pretty upsetting. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, oh, poor, poor, poor Lumpy. I think that poor guy. Lumpy. I think that guy just passed away recently, like in the last couple Which months. Which guy? The guy that was in Scrooged. Which guy? Um, the homeless, the homeless guy that ends up dying in that movie. Uh, I don't remember. I think he just passed away. I forget his name. But it I'm is. Gonna, a, I'm gonna go look it up. But yeah, go ahead. You guys talk. It is. It it is a good movie though. Right. Oh, and, no, and, I think it's I think it's a, I think it's a great movie. I it, I, 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 I I honestly and and non sarcastically or you know, watch that as a as a Christmas movie. Absolutely. It, it, it checks all the it checks all the boxes for me. And and it's actually got some interesting stuff to say too about memory, because if you remember that that I, I forget which ghost is asking him, Hey, do you remember this? Yeah, but and then like, no, that wasn't you. That was an episode of Gilligan's Island or whatever. It's like all his memories. He has no real memories. All his memories are television. That's it. That's all he has, except of course that his dad was a dick and played by his brother Brian Doyle Murray, which which was genius. Yeah, so I think that's I think that's where kind of like thinking about it in terms of like it's the 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 somewhat cynical or like this this satirical look at reflection on eighties values and how we're growing up and Mm. and our obsession our obsession with. you know, television. You know, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's a brilliant you know decision to have uh, the current Scrooge being played. You know, being a uh, a TV. I think he's like a vice president or, or yeah, something, a TV executive. executive. Yeah. Um, in the in the in the show in the movie is is an absolutely brilliant you know idea and you know kind of you know in in a in a proto uh, you know clearly I mean definitely not made by the same people but like Gremlins two you know, not a Christmas movie at all, but also dealing with, you know, sat- sat- satirizing, mm. uh, you know, television, television programming, uh, and, and our obsession with Richard with Donner movie. Same thing as lethal weapon. Yeah. Oh, Scrooge was Dick Don, a Dick Donner joint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Forgotten that. Man, he's, what's he? 90, 91 now? 91, I think. Um, the actor who died was, uh, Michael J. Paul Pollard. Yeah, he died last year. It was November of 2019. But it's, uh, yeah, but yeah, I thought he just passed away recently. But sorry to be Debbie, Debbie Downer. But that's all right. The only, speaking of Richard Donner, the only time we've seen him in years was on the Reunited Apart for the Goonies that Josh Gad did this year. Right. If you guys saw that. I did. And he's, he's, he's got a new one coming out. With the, oh, does he? Okay, cool. I really dig those. I think they're, I think yeah, they're Wayne's fun. World. Yeah. Oh boy! All right, yeah. that'll be fun. It's like coming that'll out tomorrow. Fun. Yeah, Monday. Nice, because <laughs> you know, which will which will be good because I don't. Dana Carvey's not really doing anything, and neither is Mike Myers. And didn't they have a big falling out over those? No, it was over the Austin Powers movies. I think they had a big falling out. Well, Dana Carvey, he did he, last year. He was on Conan's podcast, and he did such hilarious stuff with Conan, and it was so He's much funny. So much more, like so much that he did a spinoff. Conan did a spinoff of just Dana Carvey doing like Johnny, like Johnny Carson impression, like all of like his usual stuff, but he would do like little bits right. out of it. It was just like, I was just like driving to work, just giggling my ass off. I was like, just, you have to look them up. They're, they're really just hilarious podcast episodes of cool. Dana Carvey. Uh, but yeah, he has to been doing something. His son, his son's like a comedian now and. Oh, sure. Yeah. All right. But, all right. Okay. So 
Scrooge, obviously that's a Christmas movie. Clearly, Christmas definitely movie. a Christmas sure. movie. All right, who do you want me to go or do you want so Eric? You want to go? Uh, I'll go quickly because I've only got a couple more, and they're just going to be quick picks, just yeah, because they happen to take place at Christmas. Um, so I was researching a story about five years ago about specifically Christmas action movies, and I'm like, are there any that I've not seen? Because I've seen the two Diehards. I've seen Batman Returns, Gremlins, and Lethal Weapon, and I'm like, okay, there's a couple I've never seen, and they're not very good, which is part of the reason that I'd been resisting, but the one I'll go with just because part of it happened to be filmed in my home state was Turbulence with Ray Liotta, so he's a, he's a prisoner who's being transferred somewhere on a jet, and it's Christmas Eve, and Lauren Holly. If you guys remember her, who used to be married to Jim Carrey for like yep. a minute and a half. Dumb and dumber. Uh, is the flight attendant, whatever. And I don't remember too much about it, but I, I, I watched it once researching the story. I'm like, man, this is terrible. But it is an action movie. It takes place on Christmas Eve. Ray Liotta at his most Ray Liotian, just kind of <laughs> chewing up the scenery and, and being crazy. Um, when did this yeah, come so that. 95, 96, something like that. I want to say 96, 97. Oh, it was, so it, was it definitely, it okay. definitely came out right when I was working at Blockbuster because I, I remember, I can picture the VHS, hit, uh, the cover for I it. I don't remember this right. at all. So definitely a straight to video, I, I would was, imagine. No, no, was, that went to the theaters. It, really? I think it tanked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it might have been an in and out, but it was definitely in the theaters. And and part of it was shot in Clinton, Ryan. That's that's what I what I remember as well. Clinton Road. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it does take place at Christmas. It's an action movie. Uh, I don't remember it enough to say is this a Christmas movie or does it take place at Christmas. I'm leaning towards the Who latter. Cares? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, you know, the, the the coveted the coveted fourth title. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, if somebody out there listening wants to go and make their argument, please do so. And I, let us know I, your thoughts. I, I have no say on it, but yeah. Um, I will say no Christmas movie. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, I'm going to go next, um, which I'm surprised that hasn't been brought up yet. Trading Places. Trading Places? Yeah. No, Trading Spaces, the TLC show. <laughs> 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 Way to have me go in there. <laughs> Trading places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. It's it's a Christmas movie and a New Year's Eve movie. Interesting. Uh, good night, Danny, okay. Dan Aykroyd. It's it's like during that time. It's um yeah. So I mean, it's a kind of those movie that movie that kind of takes place during Christmas and New Year's Eve, and um, yeah, it's like Dan Aykroyd and he's like gets all pissed drunk and then goes and tries to go I think he was trying to go shoot Eddie Murphy's character. So I mean they got they got that a little bit. But as a right. Christmas movie, I don't know. I'm kind of I I would have to see it again. But I mean I used to watch that movie a lot. Um it's definitely a comedy classic. It's I was a funny like, one. Yeah, and I was like wondering like is coming to America a Christmas movie? But I I remember it takes place in the winter. That's why I probably was like look looked that up but but trading place, places definitely is takes place during Christmas, but okay. I don't I don't consider it a Christmas movie. <laughs> Just wanted to talk about it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
anyone else have any other movies on their list? So I wanted the only the last one I think of of note that is conversationally, although uh, this is I, I freely admit this is going to I think I think we're going to it's going to cut both you guys out of this because um, I know Eric hasn't seen this and I know I know no Brian hasn't seen it. <laughs> <A harmony>. um, <laughs> yes, it is uh, the the nineteen eighty four uh, shock sensation Silent Night. Deadly Night. I'm yeah. looking forward to watching this with you, Ryan. I've heard of it. Okay, but yeah. So I, I mean, the 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 basic. The, I mean, this this is clearly like, if you want it, like for horror hounds, it's like, oh yeah, that's my Christmas movie. Like because it's like, <laughs> it definitely takes place during Christmas. It is so overtly Christmas that I feel like you could make the argument for it that it is like an anti-Christmas Christmas movie. Um, but the 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 basic. Um, Gist of the film uh, is in the the flash the the opening sequence flashback. Uh, you have um, a, a young boy witnesses uh, the murder of his parents by a guy dressed as Santa oh, Claus. So Mormon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I right out, right out, right out of the gate. You know, Got to set the set the set the tone right, and then mm-hmm. um, it's like ten ten like we flash forward like ten years or something like that, and he and his he the the guy the, there's like him and his younger brother and the older brother who is like our main character has like he's left the foster home because he's like eighteen he's like over eighteen now or whatever, and he's working in a toy store, and he has to um, his his boss forces him to dress as Santa Claus for the store. And it triggers something, and he goes hmm. wacky, and he just starts murdering people dressed as Santa Claus. How could this not be good? Oh, it's it it is it is absolutely just dripping, dripping, dripping with sleaze and grime and just unpleasantness. I you guys haven't brought up like a Krampus movie. I you know Krampus was on my list as well. I will I will say that. Um, but I, I, I just thought I would just this my next official pick. I thought I would just bring this. I love the I love the name of the movie by itself as well. Oh, it's amazing. That's probably why and, I know it. Yeah, because of the name. And, and Ryan, then, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the poster like a Santa guy going into a chimney with an axe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, 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 I mean, the, the picture is like the, it's like a Santa Claus. It's like a Santa <laughs> hand with a giant axe. Like that tells you movie. everything you need to know right there. I feel and, like... and part of the film, part of the film's notoriety is that, of course, being a Christmas movie, it was released during Christmas, and <laughs> you had all of these like concerned mother yeah. like like community groups were protesting this film, were writing letters to like the the like the MPA movie theaters, like you have to take this film out. You're writing the people, the distributors, you have to stop distributing this movie. You're like destroying Santa Claus and all this good stuff. So it is like added wow. to the film's, uh, you know, notoriety. Brilliant. Um, but it is, I mean, is it a, it's, it's a watch. I mean, I got, I got, I mean, for, for, for the, for the eighties horror freaks that are out there, like if you haven't seen this movie, like, you have to knock this off their list this season. I think I think we have to watch that together sometime soon, Ryan. It's it's happening. I'm in. I'm in. Re, a rejunk watch party on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> I just had a two more. Um, another one's an, another Christmas action movie that I think is actually a pretty terrible movie. Is The Long Kiss Goodnight. 
with Gina Davis. Uh, it's not a it's not a good movie. It's it's yeah, kind of all over the place. Um, it was a Shane Black scripted. I forget who directed it. Oh, wasn't it um uh, the Swede the Norwegian guy? What's his name? Oh, Rennie Har uh, Rennie Harlan. Yes. Yeah, that is a, that is a Rennie Harlan uh, feature film. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> it's really not good. But it does take place over Christmas. It's all action, just crazy. Uh, Gina Davis has a split personality, and it, yeah, ugh. but it does take place at Christmas. Yes, I mean it does. It does have you know Sam Jackson in it before he truly embraced the Sam Jackson persona. When sure. He play, when he could play other people other than just himself. Himself, right? Um, so there's that. Um, there's that you know, it's, it's it i mean but it's also i mean okay it's not a great film but at least you know i i do think it had you know the one thing it really does have going for it is that like gina davis is kind of a badass in the film i mean she can she can hold her own i mean here we have like a female a female-led uh you know action film you don't really in hollywood you don't really have that too much um, i mean you still don't have that too much but even no. back then i mean that was certainly a a rarity and a um you know a, a gamble to, to to take i mean outside of like martial art films off you know um where they where they learned to do that much earlier on uh you know you just didn't have a lot of like true like female-led you know action movies so here's your here's gina davis and i think this was also like right which also was Rennie harlan maybe not um was uh cutthroat island when you were trying uh, to it was the same pairing we were trying to trying to turn uh, Gina Davis into wow. uh, into an action hero, which I've not seen. Is it as bad as I've heard? Or I like the so music. Bad. I like the music for it. But... The music is fun. Yeah, but it's yeah, it is. I mean, it it, it rightfully it rightfully Oof. killed the it rightfully killed the pirate genre uh, until <laughs> until pirates, pirates of the yeah. Caribbean sure. tried to you know came, brought brought back that as the only pirate movie you could ever make. I think that was the biggest bust of a movie since. Uh, like until like Waterworld, I think. I think so. After yeah. Waterworld, I think, or it was the same year. Same year, the year same after. Year. I, think this, yeah. I think. I think Cutthroat oh. was ninety six, and Waterworld was ninety ninety five. Ninety five. Oh, so okay. Okay. Maybe Cutthroat was ninety four. I mean, I think it was right okay. around the same time. I was right but around they, the same. But they both took a bath. They both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cutthroat was just was just took wow. an absolute. Tank. <laughs> All right. Wow. I, I have one that that. We can talk about that could be up for oh, debate. Let's talk about it. Um, Ray, Ray, who who talk, he's on the podcast every once in a while. Um, he brought up last one time I we talked about Christmas movies might have been last year, but he brought up Funny Farm with Chevy Chase. I I I, I know the film, but I've, I've never actually seen it. So it's been a long time. Yeah. yeah, the last part of it takes place in christmas but i'm like you can't say it as a christmas movie it's just there's just a christmas scene in it right you know, goodfellas like, goodfellas has a christmas scene it's not a christmas movie <laughs> yeah like godfather like i have the godfather that's one of those movies where it's kind of tradition my dad would used to put that on during like the marathons and i'm like why are we watching godfather it's like it's a five-hour <laughs> movie with the commercials because we would watch it on the like cable oh sure sure <laughs> Yeah, so it's like one of those like, kind of movies where there's some Christmas stuff in it, but I, it's and I, it's like I have a huge list of all these movies that are have some Christmas scenes in it, like Rocky Four, Edward Scissorhands, I think had some Christmas stuff in it. The girl, it did. the girl with the dragon tattoo, 
LA Confidential, which I haven't seen in a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Serendipity, which I've never seen. I'm looking at, this is like looking at other people's lists. I'm like, I've never seen this, so I can't, but I guess it's like a romantic comedy that takes place. Grumpy Old Men, I guess, yeah. had a Christmas scene. Yeah, I think I think any movie that takes just has a scene by default. It's just yeah. like, this is not a. I mean, no. you could you, this film if something like The Godfather could be a movie that takes place that's you watch during Christmas, so maybe it's a tradition. So <laughs> yeah, like, it's a tradition, for instance, yeah. like for for me, like I don't I don't think of these as Christmas movies at all, but I tend to watch the um the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Me too. During during the winter mm. or like because you know you're just inside. Did it's you? Cold. I'm not going anywhere. Did you buy the 4K? I didn't yet because I don't have a 4K TV. Oh. Um, and I don't have a 4K player, and I'm just not ready to make, the make that financial investment. And then, like, oh, great, now i got to buy all my movies again in 4K. I'm, I'm just not ready to go down that financial rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, some of it's noticeable, some of it's not. Um, but I've heard that the, the recent one that they just – that came out which was i bought it on amazon it was like 85 dollars for the set for just lord of the rings and it said like one or two months for delivery thankfully it's like oh, nope it got shipped out so uh i'll be seeing that soon because like oh my gosh, do i so do i show my son lord of the rings i don't know if it'll be too scary <laughs> how old is he how old is he five I mean, I just he watches Jurassic World all the time. We just watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, but it's like if it's a if it's an hour, hour long movie. So like a movie, he he's like this movie's long. <laughs> For, so there's no way to sit through. So it's like yeah, we we'd have to like watch it in like three or four parts. Well, that's that's we you've, we've lost the the you know the old DVDs where the movies were like on two discs. So like it was almost yeah. like oh, I've got Almost watched like, six it. movies. I mean, I have them still, yeah. But like the Blu-rays, I you know, I think are just the whole movie just plays oh. through. Oh, mm. yeah. The Blu-ray yeah. has has um the old one and has the extended edition awesome mm. documentaries, but this yeah. 4K yeah. one doesn't. So it's like mm. great, now I got to own both. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, that's how they that's how they get you. I know, I know, and it's like I'm like I want to sell it, get some money for this. I I pretty much exhausted all my my list. I have Harry Potter on here because there is some like Christmas elements to it, which I just watched around the fall because like I kind of associated more with Halloween in a way. It's I don't know, but it, it a lot of these movies have come out in November, um, so it's kind of like those tradition kind of thing. Okay. The the last thing that I've got on my list, which is a cheat because it's it's TV, it's it's definitely TV. It's not a, a movie episode. Um, is uh, Beavis and Butthead do Christmas? Yes, I, I'm glad you went there. <laughs> which is which is for for me again. I mean, it's it's it is. We need clearly, to watch that. We need to, to watch is, that one again. At any time, uh, you know, it's it's clearly in the pantheon of <laughs> you know the uh, you know the Grinch, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Beavis and Butthead do Christmas. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, eat your heart out. It's all about Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> um, but it's such a, it's such a amazing. It is pretty 40, damn funny. 40 min- it's forty minutes of just brilliance. When did that come out? Was that come out when in this prime, or was it something afterwards? Yeah, it, or- it, no, no. It came, this those episodes came out in ninety. Hold on, uh, fill time. I'm going to check my DVD. Yeah. 
I don't know. If I don't know what's going on here. Uh, what's it say? What's it say? Well, the earliest copyright date on this is '96, but I feel like those episodes came out before that. Yeah, wasn't it like '92? Um, I want. Well, I want to say like the episode. Those. Those. The. The. The Beavis and Butthead. The. The Do Christmas. You know. Special, I think, I feel like was like 93 or 94. So, yeah, it, had, it was probably before the movie. I've probably yeah, seen I it. I just, I don't remember. It's, it's basically, um, so there's, there's, there's two main episodes. So, like, it's like an hour long. I mean, it's like an hour on TV, which is like 40 minutes of content. Yeah. Um, so basically, you have, um, uh, Beavis, Beavis gets put into the, uh, Christmas Carol. Uh, episode, um, and I think it's called like um, "Ho Ho Humbug" or something like that. Um, and then, uh, and so he plays he plays Scrooge. So he gets mm. to go th- he gets to go through uh, his you know what ha- what would happen if, if Beavis wasn't didn't exist. Um, <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, no, no, that's that's no, I'm sorry, that's like. The you know uh, present you know past present and future so he you see him in the past and and a present and a future and he and he dies and and his his grave says like he never scored and so he's like oh I gotta change and then uh, butthead is put into um, it's a wonderful life but the episode is called it's a miserable life and so that <laughs> is that shows what would happen if butthead didn't exist and mm. all the characters are like happy like Beavis is good. Like uh, everybody, like the whole town is like nice Man, because Butthead doesn't this. exist. Hold up your DVD. What is it? So it's it's um, oh, so it's this, like a separate DVD, one. Yeah, this is this DVD has uh, the Do Christmas episodes and then a bunch of and a couple uh, like Halloween themed episodes. Because I have um, some of the like, Blu-ray and like the box set ones. I don't know if that that's included yeah, I don't on know, it or not. They might be. I mean, they were, they were just part of like the they weren't they were just part of like the the regular season. Um, but it was like a it was like a two episode you know two episode kind of extended you know show basically. Um, but I think it was just part of like essentially the regular whatever season that was was like part of the regular season. So it might be on there. All right. Um, but they are they're great. And then they have like cutaways where they're like answering letters from like to Santa butthead and like some other stuff. And Oh, I think, I think there's like, I don't know if they, I think there was originally maybe music videos in them, but I think what they were able to get onto the DVD is they're just watching um, the Yule log burning <laughs> oh, right. on, sure. on TV, on TV. Uh, so it's, it, it's just, it's just good. I wonder good, if I could find this somewhere. I'm kind of curious to watch it now. Maybe YouTube. If you, as as I as I say so often, if you will it, dude, it is no it dream. It is no dream. Ah. <laughs> all right. So I think well, did we I, exhaust I, all of our I, options? I, I have just one more to close. All right. Close with um and what's the headline? It, it, um, it, yeah. Why can't I talk today? Is uh, what the hell is it called? Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Ryan was just talking about getting. Getting old there. What, what's what's the English movie with all the famous English actors that takes place at Christmas? Love Actually. Emma Thompson. Yeah, thank you. Love Actually. I mean, that's a Christmas movie. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, that was easy to solve. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's like, it's a depressing one. And every year I, I find little things to nitpick with that one. It's like, they have that wedding scene where it's like, was it just a fucking band that was in the crowd? <laughs> right. And I just, like, I, 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 every time the scene with, with Hugh Grant, when he, when he's dancing to uh, the Pointer Sisters, just breaks me every single time. It. It's yeah. so, so funny. And, when you're married to a British person like I am, it's just you know how buttoned up these people are. So, and just the, their their number one fear in the universe is being embarrassed. So that that's why that scene is so great when he gets when he gets caught for for dancing and having a good time. Yeah, I need to watch that one because my wife's like, I ah, I don't want to watch it anymore, and it's like, but I'm like, I like the one when uh, Hugh Grant goes and finds the the actress that he's. But she's, yeah. like, she's like, where's my fucking coat? <laughs> <laughs> it's got some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, Excuse it's me. like, it's was it Richard Curtis, I think, that wrote it? Yes, yes, it um, was. Which, what was the thing, what was the thing he did with the, with Boyle? For, for weddings and a funeral? No, not, no, the, the last thing he did, the very last thing, I'm trying to think, he did that with, fuck, I don't know. Well, oh, well, Pirate Radio is one that kind of there's... Oh, Pirate Radio is good. Oh, Yesterday. Yesterday, that's that's the one. That's what I'm thinking of. Right. Yeah, but um, Pirate Radio has a couple of Christmas stuff in it, too. Um, Pirate Radio is pretty great. Yeah, great soundtrack. One of the best soundtracks of all time, I think. Um, Such a funny movie. Yeah, but I I love that. I love Actually. I love, love, love Actually. The soundtrack, I love just... um, my wife doesn't, but there's just like just yeah. so many creepy things like him like going, sure. yeah, filming, the por- the porn, filming his the friend, porn shoot, the porn yeah. stuff, and like, and I think like Kristen Stewart just brought up the other day about Colin Firth's like character, how I don't know why the hell she brought up him. Like he was like he fell in love with this person, didn't you know? They didn't speak any language. They was they fell in love, you know. Anyway. But I'm like, and, I'm like, that's the problem. That's the character you bring up is the one, like yep. the actual person that has actually fallen in love. With me. Like, and to bring it full circle, Alan Rickman, which is where we began, back with uh, Die Hard. Uh, he was such a piece of shit in that movie. <laughs> he was. He really, really was. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, it's like I watch it every year. I'm like, why do I watch this? It's it. It's like it. It is a Christmas movie, but it's, there's a lot of elements to it. It's like. It's fucking depressing. It's like why do why do I keep watching it? But there's, there's something about it that still there's a lot of funny parts to it. There's kind of that balance, which I guess makes it a true Christmas movie. Exactly. Yeah. But well, this was a fun conversation of just talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, I love talking I movies with you guys. Serious. I mean, we didn't really make a good argument about a lot of these movies, but I think no. I think we we have a solid stance on Die Hard and Lethal Weapon and Gremlins. The rest is yeah. kind of wishy-washy, but... <laughs> yeah. But those well, some are... Of out, some of them are just outright Christmas movies. There's no, sure. there's no debate. Uh, but, but clearly... Silent I think we, Night. I think we, Deadly Night. <laughs> I, gotta, I, I, I gotta get on that. That sounds amazing. I, I, think, I think we need to... We'll, we'll just... I, I think Absolutely. We, we, what we've offered the rejunk audience is a, a lovely selection of cinematic treats uh, to, to get them through the, the holiday season. As the evil Santa said in the Simpsons episode with Bone Storm, shove that up your Christmas stocking. <laughs> <laughs> Going and, back to and, the and, 
and with that. But do you guys do you guys have anything um anything going on that you need to plug or anything or you guys? I I don't. I mean, so long time long time listeners will recognize me as uh, DJ Ryan Midnight. Uh, I fully admit I have really dropped off on doing most of my online stuff, but uh, you can follow me at facebookcom DJ Ryan Midnight um, for all of my. Um, You've been Pretty doing Twitch stuff with Lonely... I've been doing Twitch yeah, stuff, yeah. Like once label, once right? a month or so, yeah. I've been doing stuff um, like online, uh, you know, ska sets, um, like every once every month or so. Um, working on some other stuff behind the scenes uh, oh. that I hope to have. Yes. Mm. Uh, that maybe we'll have uh, to, to promote... Uh, ska shows, perhaps, though. maybe? In the, I mean, what else? Um, well, there's ska stuff online, you know. Oh, okay. why, 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 wait, why wait for the summer? You know, let's let's offer some let's offer some online online uh, entertainment, um, but you can follow me there for for whatever I'm whatever I'm doing, uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it for me. Cool. I don't really I don't really have too much right now, uh, other than I've been able to get some pretty good uh, bylines recently. Um, I get to talk to uh, the guy who did the Fog of War. Um, oh my gosh. What is happening to me tonight? I can't remember anybody's name anymore. I think it's alcohol on Sunday night. Yeah, this is my second beer tonight. <laughs> but uh, supposedly, supposedly, I'm going to be able to uh, have sit down. When I say sit down, be on the internet with uh, John Hamm and John Patrick Shanley about a new movie they're doing together. Oh, awesome! Nice. Yeah, so that that'll be coming up soon as well. Um, now I got to know the guy's name. It's, this is going to bother me. Errol Morris, that's his name. Oh. Errol Morris. Oh, yeah. So talked to him a couple weeks ago. He was a really, really interesting guy. Cool. cool. Oscar winner. Um, one of those people. Yeah, his people are like, okay, he might talk for a long time. I'm like that's all right. <laughs> well, I mean, where 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 can people find your your stuff? So my stuff. Uh, the best way to find my bylines is to go to my Muckrack profile. So it's Muck Muckrack, I think slash. Eric Altoff or Eric F. Altoff. Um, what else do I have? Yeah. I don't really have too much going on, right? It's, it's the this, end of the year, yes. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And COVID. So, but <laughs> ne- next next time we talk, I, I hope that's that's not the case. Uh, oh, actually, I, I will plug this. Documentary I produce called The Long Hair will be in a couple of regional film festivals in the first oh. part of 2021. Yes, it's a short eight-minute documentary. About long hair? About the, the last independent barber in the state of North Dakota. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. How did that come so, about? So the short answer is my, Yeah. <laughs> the short answer is my co-producer lives in Grand Forks, North Dakota, because his wife teaches at the university there. So and he found this guy, and so... I did, he did all the work on the ground, and I did some stuff here. And based on we won a couple Emmys for our previous one, he's like, let's see what we can do with this. So that's what we're trying to do. Awesome. We'll see what awards we can rack up for that one in 2021 because once you make movies and you get awards, then you get to make more movies. That was one thing Errol Morris did tell me. He said, "Why people ask me, why do you make movies? And I said, supposedly the best answer is so I can make more movies. <laughs> A good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Thank you. Thank you. Very long-winded answer for my part, but there you go. 
Awesome, guys. Well, you guys have a uh, happy holidays and uh, be safe. Thank out you. There. Same to you. Yeah. And the same. Same to same to the same to the audience listening out there. Yeah. Hunker down. It's going to be a long winter. Stay yeah. safe, everyone. Yeah. So make yourself some. Make yourself some mold wine. Put some puzzles together. So we can all gather again in 2021. We need everybody healthy. Yes. Exactly. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right, gentlemen. Take, take care. Bye.